stop being a commodity, become a brand worth living. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Tuesday, which means this is our hashtag one big idea episode. In these episodes, you'll hear some of the best big ideas from incredible practitioners, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs within our community. Here we go. Welcome to the Flip My Phone podcast. Pumped as usual, and I have Ben Baker with me. Now, Ben and I have been, in. it's weird to say that, we're online friends. We have really not met in, in person, but I think that's the world we live in. in. In business and in personal, I think we all can make friends and learn from each other. And this is the classic example. And Ben has been sharing his wisdom on LinkedIn, and I've been following, and, and we have been sharing a lot of different ideas. But at the end of the day, when I think about Ben, he's a storytelling storytelling genius. He has done some really, really cool work. And most recently, if there's really most interesting fact that I know about Ben now is that he taught or was a moderator at one of the summer courses by Seth Godin, which really, I don't know if there's any bigger introduction for anybody, but he helps individuals and people to store, tell stories and help build brands. So Ben, welcome to the show. Thanks, Sagrab. Thanks for having me. You know, I- yeah, you and I have been online buddies, but you know what? It, it's the interaction that makes us makes us friends. I mean, it's it's the fact that it's not just the fact that we read each other's stuff that we actually you know we actually talk, we actually have real conversations online, and I I think that that's what's missing a lot on social media. So thank you for actually engaging with me. I find that that the best part of it. Man, same here. So I want to start off with this because this is so at the heart of uh, what I think most people should think about. And hopefully this whole podcast is, is going to help them think about it. But we, the, the, the goal of this podcast is, and I don't know what it's going to be in terms of the end result of it, but Ben is going to do a personal brand exercise with me where he's going to tell me that I am good at this, I'm not good at this, and I want an honest opinion of it. So he does that for a living for people and brands. So this is going to be an online workshop, if you will, for a few minutes of talking. And I think that we're all going to learn through it. But Ben, before we jump into it, I want to really get into this one statement that you have on your website that really is amazing. It says, stop being a commodity, become a brand worth living. Can you unpack that a little bit? Thanks. This is part of the brand new website that we just actually launched within the last 72 hours. I think this is a brand <laughs> new website. So I got to a point where I was looking at my brand and I went, you know what, I could Frankenstein my website or I could create a brand new website. And I want to have a real shout out to Sarah Jo Crawford. She did an amazing job with this site and, you know, and I love what she's done with it. But when we're talking about it, it's a phrase that comes up over and over and over again. I have a podcast that I do weekly. And the podcast is all about what makes people valuable. What, why should people care about you? Why should they buy from you instead of somebody else? And how do you stop being a commodity? And how do you start being a, a, a trusted partner of value? And that's where it all comes from. It's when we stop looking at ourselves as being just one of many and we start sitting there going, who is our true audience? You know, we can't sell to everybody. Even Coca-Cola doesn't have 100% penetration. Everybody's got to understand these are the people that we truly sell to. These are the people that are passionate about what we do. These are the people that see value in what we do. And when you take the time and you communicate to those people in the way that they want to be communicated with, 
They understand your value. They're going to become the storytellers of your brand for you. And with that, you stop being a commodity. You start being a valued partner. And that's when the magic happens. You know, when you start trying to be everything to everyone, all you're going to be is nothing to no one. It's you become a, a third price that people go out for. And when you sit there and say, no, we just do this. This is who, what we do. And this is who we do it for. And you're very specific. All of a sudden, people see the value. And when they see the value, the word commodity just drifts away. You are so right, man. I think the, the phrase that comes back to me over and over in a similar vein as we were talking before we started recording this is, I believe without a community, you are a commodity. Absolutely. <laughs> that I hope people kind of really reflect on that as, as a starting point for this, because if you don't have a community, you will personally or your product or service is going to be a commodity. And and majority of the people who listen to the podcast are either entrepreneurs, marketing and sales professionals who are trying to break through. And I think it's a wake up call for everybody that are, are you marketing? Are you selling yourself or your service or product? Whatever it might be is like a commodity, which means you might be competing on price and all those things or are you selling on value where you have a premium as a brand and that and that's because people trust you and the people trust you because you are doing all the things that Ben just talked about. So Ben, with that as a backdrop, unpack for me my personal brand that I don't know about and help me understand what am I good at, what I'm not good at, and I really want to be a student for the next 15 minutes of yours. You know what? When you and I first met each other, I guess it's been about six or eight months now. What drew me to you was your passion. Online, you can tell your passion. The difference between you and a lot of people is that you're willing to take the risk and you're willing to get out there on the marketplace. You realize that LinkedIn is your platform. You've concentrated on that. You've put your money where your mouth is in terms of that. And you put yourself out there and you're adding value between your videos your articles and everything that you do, it's all about community building. And it's all about sitting there going, let me give away a lot of valuable information. Let me build a community. Let me be a person that's a resource for others and a community builder. And with that, that's how I'm going to build my brand. My brand is a person that it sits there and says, you know what? The more I give away, the more I build a community, the more I understand and I listen to others and find out what they're all about and be actually genuinely interested in those people, the better my brand is going to be, whether it's it's your personal brand or whether it's the brand of Terminus. You know, because I didn't know Terminus from Adam. I had no idea what Terminus was until I met you. And, I, and until I found out more about you, until I found out the type of person you were, your philosophies, your ideas, your ideologies. I wouldn't have even looked at Terminus and I wouldn't have even considered it because, you know, I'm up in Vancouver, you're down in, you know, in the Southern United States and we wouldn't have come across each other. But it's that personal relationship that I built with you by seeing behind the screen. You're not just somebody out there typing stuff on the internet. You're engaging with people. And you're very good at when people ask you a question, you actually answer it. You know, you're actually sitting there. You're, you know, you're actually sitting there listening to people. And the majority of people on the internet don't. The yeah, majority of people on the internet are people, they blast their stuff out there. They say, look at me. Look at how wonderful I am. Look at the incredible things that I'm doing. And they're not asking the question, how can I help you? 
How can I make your life better? What are the things that I can provide you that is going to make your life better? And the, and the flip your funnel is all about that. You know, the, the fact that, you know, you had that competition this year, and I guess I'm not sure how many years you've done it for, where we all put on this online one minute blast. Here's my rant. And, you know, you picked a certain number of these people to bring to Boston to be able to do this live. And that builds a community. Because all of a sudden, we start watching each other. We start looking at each other. And it allowed everybody within that competition to up their game. You see, okay, these people put that out there. I want to do better than them. And then those people you know, behind you say, wait a second, I've seen this. Well, that's pretty cool. I want to up my game too. And it was because you built that community and because you guys were able to facilitate that, the brand gets built and the brand gets elevated because it's not just about look at me. It's how do we build a community to make everybody better? It's raising the water for everyone. And those are the people and yourself are part of it that, you know, are recognizable on the internet because there's very few of you. There's very few of you out there that are trying to build a community and and be able to sit there and say, how do we raise the water for everybody around us? If we drop a pebble in the water, I'm more interested in the waves that it's going to cause than watching the, the pebble drop to the bottom of the ocean. It's what is the ripple effect? And Man. you know that's what I see about your brand. Dude, first of all, that's pretty flattering. I'm looking, sitting and I'm, I'm thinking like, man, people are probably listing is like, well, how much money did Sangram pay Ben? Because people are like, oh, Sangram. not enough, <laughs> not enough. But man, that, that, that's pretty flattering. And, and that's quite honestly, I feel one of the things that I was taking notes as you're talking through this is I'm astonished by how many, how few people take the time to respond to somebody else's comment on your post. It, it's just crazy to me. As to why wouldn't people do that if you've taken the time to put something out there to begin with? So engagement to me is such an important part of what authenticity is all about. And and I believe that, that the future of whatever marketing, sales, professional, personal life that everybody has, if authenticity is a big part of who you are, what you are, then you have to just show up almost every single day. And yeah. and I definitely try to do it myself. Now, I'm, I'm wondering now, like, you know, you, you definitely talked a whole bunch of things around what I truly at the core of me believe around community building, like collective ideas to me are better than my ideas. So even on the daily Flip Muffle podcast, as most people know, Wednesday is the only day where I have my own thoughts. And a lot of times I will do book reviews or something like that. The rest of the four days are interviews or other people speaking on the podcast. So it, to me, it's like, you know, the value, value, value part is insanely important to me personally, because that's how I learn and I grow and hopefully others learn and grow as well. The question for you, Ben, now is, well, seeing all this thing, what could I do better, right? Because this is part of me being having a personal brand and part of me sometimes being, again, very authentic and vulnerable around this is that sometimes I feel like maybe am am I putting too much content out there? Am I sharing too much? What am I doing that I probably should not do? And what should I be starting to do given all the stuff that I have access to do? So I'm purely curious. And again, I have no idea. So just lay it on me. I'm ready to listen. You know what? What you're not doing, you know, you're what you're not doing is you're not putting a lot of information out there that is the next what's next. And I think that that's I think that, that would really take your brand to the next level. It's to sit there and say, 
not only what's happening today, but what here's some my thoughts of what's going happening over the next two to five years. And I think that the the that's going to be the people that are going to be the real value people in in the world because what's happening today is too late. It's reactionary. You know, if if all you're doing is concentrating on what's happening today, and if all you're doing is concentrating on what's happening now, it's important. And and don't get me wrong, and it's it's good stuff that you're putting out. But it's it's the thought process of bringing people on board and making sure that the comments are looking at it says, what's the next generation? What should people be looking out for? Because I'm a big believer of every company should have one person within it. I don't care if you're a one-person company or a thousand-person company or a 10,000-person company. Every company should have somebody in the company that's thinking five years out because it's not just keeping yourself relevant, but it's keeping your customers relevant. And the more you can be sitting there and thinking about, okay, what are the things that are coming down the pipe that could sink my clients or sink my business? And how do you mitigate against that? How can you warn your clients about the things that are coming down the pipe? You know, I've got five or six people that I rely on that are futurists. These guys are thinking five, 10, 15. I got a guy that, you know, he works for one of the major uh, software as a service type companies worldwide. And he's thinking about stuff 20 years down the pipe. And when you start thinking, he says, the stuff that, that's happening today is, is gone. It's finished. It's done. You know, there's people that are focused on that. I need, need to be focused about what is the things that my kids are going to worry about? What are the things the next generation are going to have to focus on to be able to make sure that they're, they're ready for when it comes down the pipe? You know, it's like, and, you know, things like AI, what are the ramifications going to be on, uh, from AI? on the marketing business. I had a conversation with somebody in Vegas and we talked about, you know, the promotional marketing industry, which a lot of it is people making under $60,000 a year. It's, it's a lot of it is side business. And we looked at companies like Amazon. Amazon's got Amazon Alexa. We Try this yourself. Within 10 questions, you can ask Alexa, who am I thinking of? Am I alive or dead? And within 10 questions, probably Alexa is going to get it for you. If they can do that, can they not do any simple sales request? And what is that going to do to sales process? What is that going to do to marketing? What is that going to do to customer relationships, customer experience? And when you start thinking that way, how do you either utilize that technology or how do you manage your business around it to be able to make yourself better and make make sure that you maintain that relevance? So we need to be those people because those are the people that are really going to up their game. And those are going to be the people that are going to become valuable because they're not only looking at where we are today, but they're looking at companies and saying, where do you want to be in five years? And let's help you miss this landmine and stay out of that hole. I love that. Ben, I'm now curious, right? As, as I'm thinking about the people who are listening to the podcast, well, that's great saying, okay, you, you're doing good. And here are the things that you could improve. Let's get to the reason why. What well, you know, if, if somebody's listening to this, like and thinking that, hey, look, I'm a sales guy, or I'm an account executive right now, or I'm a marketing manager, I'm do content marketing, right? Or I'm an operations guy or gal, whatever that might be. Why do I need to create personal brand? And I'm not, I'm not sure if I have a personal brand, or I do I need to create to to do that, or should I be just focused on my job? What would you say to them? Here's a real simple thing. I don't care what you do in your life. You're in sales. It doesn't matter what you do in your life. Your job at some point in your career 
is to influence somebody to do something that they don't want to do or something that should be done that, you know, they, you need them to come around to your way of thinking. And I don't care if you're an operations director. I don't care if you're a CFO. I don't care if you're a graphic designer. I don't care if you're a third line safety supervisor on a construction site. Everybody has people they need to influence. You know, salespeople need to gain trust. That trust builds influence, builds relationships, builds sales. Customer service people need to be able to understand their personal brand, to be able to sit there and empathize with the people on the other end of the phone. Leaders need to build a personal brand so people will follow them because people don't follow people out of fear. People leave people because they, their bosses you know, are, are someone that they fear. The true leaders and the true people that are out there that, that inspire people, that build amazing teams, that do incredible things are leaders that say, you know what, I'm going to make space for people to succeed. And my true value is to help others get better at what they do and have them roll into my position so I can roll into the next position. You know, so we all need a personal brand, you know, whether you're an 18 year old looking for your first job and differentiating yourself in the interview process or a mid-level manager that wants to find their way into the C-suite, we all need to have a way to differentiate ourselves in the workplace to be able to make sure that people see us as valuable, that people find us influential, that people find that what we say has meaning, and therefore we can be able to get our points across instead of having to compete with all the other noise that's out there. Man, I absolutely love that. You, I mean, I took a whole bunch of notes on that, Ben. So, and I, here we go. So this is, you know, we try to keep it short. I feel like you have so many nuggets. I think people are going to listen to this a couple couple more times than one. Uh, but here is what I gathered from all the things you shared. And I'm going to let you wrap it up with something that you want to share as a parting advice or, more importantly, a challenge to everybody listening who may or may not have a personal brand or thinking about it. So keep thinking as I'm wrapping this up. Number one point that I think you have it on your website, and, and I feel it's, it's really amazing, is stop being a commodity, become a brand worth loving. And I think people should tattoo that because you are a brand as a person, as well as your company. And a lot of people think that, well, brand building is maybe a personal thing that I might do otherwise or other places. And I, I feel like that is ludicrous. Everything I do today, I know has a big impact, both positive and negative on my company from a LinkedIn perspective. So to me, when I put something on LinkedIn on my personal brand, it's not outside of what I'm trying to do for my company. It's actually part of me growing, helping grow my company. And so, so people who want to have two different things, that's fine. But at a minimum, if you're worried about it, you can actually do a huge service to your organization by focusing on expanding your brand. And that could be through things like what Ben or, and I are doing, which is uplifting other people, telling other people's stories, or even telling what you are doing that will help other people be better. I think it has a huge, huge value for your organization. So don't think brand building is a personal thing. It is actually a huge differentiator. The, the second part you mentioned about is that we are all in sales. And I, I think this is, this is so beautiful. I was at a conference last week uh, in Toronto, and I started off by saying, I'm going to offend everybody here because everybody's in marketing. And I said, I'm, I asked this question to everybody, and I, I got one person to answer it right after a couple of tries. But I asked this question, it, almost a statement, and said, fill in the blanks, is, the value of marketing is defined by what? 
in B2B. And people are like, well, what is that? So I, I repeat it, like the value of marketing is defined by blank in B2B. And people said customer, people said all kinds of things, influence, and said, no, 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 the answer is sales. <laughs> sales is where your value is defined. So I know it, it offends as a marketer, but the reality is that's true. So I love that you said you are in sales no matter what. And yeah. then this whole journey that you talked about, what creates trust, trust creates, creates influence, influence creates sales. And that's part of what everyone is on a mission on, right? In a conversation, in a meeting. So I love that. And I'll finish that off and, and give back to this is without a community, you are a commodity. So you have to start figuring out where, what is your community look like and who's your tribe look like. So Ben, I don't know if I did justice to some of the great thoughts you had, but I would love for you to wrap this thing up with some, some amazing advice and a challenge. Sure. You know, the funny thing is, is I tell my clients is the only key performance indicator that really counts is the money in your pocket at the end of the month. <laughs> you know, once, once all the bills are paid, once all the vendors have been paid, once you've covered your marketing costs, et cetera, the amount of money that sits in your, in your back pocket at the end of the month or the end of the year is really the only key performance indicator that counts. Everything else beyond that is vanity. You know, the, the amount of likes, the amount of people that visit your website, the this, that, the everything. If they're not buying, if they're not spending money, if they're not converting, they're not customers. And I tell people this time and time again, and I love the way that you said that. But here's here's my challenge, because there's two things. One, my book is coming out this summer. The book is called Powerful Personal Brands, a hands-on guide to understanding yours. You know, it, the the information on it is on my website, and, and this is probably the best place to find me for everything, is www.yourbrandmarketing.com. That's yourbrandmarketing.com. And I'm going to leave you guys with, you know, with a present. Right now, through the summer, I'm offering personal branding consulting. I'm offering either single lessons or I'm offering a group of four, and we're doing the, the four lessons at a, at a discount. And if you sign up for four personal branding consulting sessions, I will get you guys a discount based on using the coupon code FLIPMYFUNNEL. So if you use FLIPMYFUNNEL, I will give you a $50 gift certificate towards a four-session thing. And this is taught online on Zoom. It's one-on-one. We do it on video. And we can take a look at your brand right there and then. We can share a screen and be able to take a look at it and sit there and say, okay, what do you do well? What don't you do well? Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? And why should people care? That's pretty cool, man. And, you know, if you, people feel free to take advantage of this because I don't, you heard how he went through my brand. So if this is of interest to you, go for it. Ben, thank you so much. I really appreciate it, man. Can't spend enough time listening and hearing about the idea of not being a commodity. And hopefully everybody takes that to heart. Have a great day, man. Hey, thanks for having me, Sangram. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.